Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Good morning, everyone. And uh, this is our January 10th Zoom. And uh, it's going to be a, a good one because um, I, I wouldn't mind... Uh, any of the parents that have kids that are watching it um, answer a question a little later on, and that is, who do I belong to? And uh, I, I'd want at least one child, but I prefer to have a, a couple if that's possible. So anyway, that can be kept in mind because I'm not doing that for a little while. Uh, there are no birthdays this week that I know of. Now, maybe there is one that you know of, and if you do, please let me know. Um, my brother, I, sh I shouldn't say that, my brother uh, turned, um, well, he's three years younger than me, so I'll just tell you, he turned 66 uh, on Friday. And uh, so uh, he's got a birthday, <laughs> but he's still a young lad. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so anyway, uh, they've had to go back to their Zoom services, of course. Um, and so uh, they, they were holding Zoom services anyway, so they're in the same position we are. At least they have a, a vehicle that's, that's there, and we, of course, thank Joel for all of his help. Well, the, the call to worship uh, is sitting uh, on your, um, regard with your uh, um, bulletin material, and uh, so... Uh, we can work it out. And what happened is I put did whoever did want him uh, twice. So I won't be reading it twice, but it's there just so that you know. Um, anyway, it's from John's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 11 to 12, I believe. Uh, and um, except for the last verse. But it's from the message. And... Uh, and I'm going to lead, and I'm hoping Joel will respond as the people of God. Okay. Uh, whoever did want him, the question was asked in John's gospel. Um, he went to his own, and his own didn't receive him. But whoever did want him, he made to be their true selves, their child of God selves. These are the gods begotten, not blood begotten. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory. Like, like father, like, yeah, like son, son generous, generous inside out, true from start to finish. What a great passage, isn't it? And uh, a little later on, uh, Hazel will be reading the scriptures from that point on. Anyway, it's good to have you. We're going to um, 
we're going to uh, have the gathering hymn, and Linda's going to lead us in that. And uh, she said uh, that uh, she might even sing. So I know she can sing. I know she's got a great voice, but uh, she's doing it so that it's a little easier to follow. And I appreciate that. Thank you, Linda. Hey, Linda, you might still be on mute. Linda, are you there? I don't know if I've actually uh, seen Linda join, but I don't know what her name is. It could be iPad. Yeah, she did. She did join. Well, I do not see a Linda in the list, so she might not be on at the moment. Okay. Uh, she might have. Uh... She's seven eight eight zero three zero Joel. Oh, okay. So. Uh... And she looks like she's trying to on me. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Am I on? Oh, yeah, wonderful! Way to go, Linda. Okay. <laughs> Philip, I think you need to un unmute. I do. Thank you. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, we're going to go to prayer and um, uh, let us pray together as a people of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. And Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit would rejuvenate us and help us to remember that we are part of an elite family. Not just any family name. John was trying to understand so long ago why they were asking him who he was. Lord, today I pray that you would help us understand that we are children of God. We're part of a community founded in Christ Jesus, the church. Whether that church is Elfin or, or Snow Road or, or um, McDonald's Corners or Ottawa or Toronto, wherever we may be, Grace or Faith, we ask, Lord, that you would help us to understand that this community is more than just a group of people who are gathering, hopefully not a club, but a group of people who are united in Christ, founded as family members, as John reminds us in his first chapter. I don't know if I'm using Help us, Lord, to embrace that today fully. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Let us uh, say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Be assured of this, that when we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all that we've done wrong. Joel's going to lead us in the chorus, Lord, I lift your name on high. Okay, here we are for the uh, children's chorus.
Thank you, Joel and family. They're getting to be a regular uh, choir there. Uh, sure is nice to hear you all sing it. Um, who owns you? I've asked the kid, I've asked Joel if he'd lend me his wonderful kids one more time and any other kids that, any other families that, that can be on today, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, anyway, um, I think it's great that kids belong to somebody. Do you, who do you belong to? Isla and Caleb? Um, you belong to God. Who else do you belong to? Mommy and Daddy. Mommy and Daddy. That's right. The Smiths. <laughs> That's right. We, we all kind of belong to a family, don't we? Yep. Every one of us. <laughs> and, and Caleb and and Joel have parents, uh, Caleb and Jacob have parents who are named Joel and Tracy, right? That's right. right. Did I say, what did I say? Isla, sorry. Isla. <laughs> Caleb and Jacob. <laughs> yes. yes, thank you should for correcting. Should we start calling you Jacob? <laughs> hey, Jacob. <laughs> Caleb, your name is much nicer. <laughs> thank you. Well, you know that Caleb was a real, uh, God had his hand on him more than in almost anybody else, except maybe Joshua and uh, during his day. Um, the fact is that all of us uh, have, belong to a family. Every one of us belong to somebody. And if you're married and your parents are already gone, then uh, I belong to Catherine and Catherine belongs to me. And I guess Joel and Tracy belong to each other too. Before you little people came along, uh, they became an item, one, right? And so um, today, I, I, that's what I'm gonna be talking about, the family that each of us belong to. Only we also belong to the family of God, right? We belong to a church uh, and we're members of it. And you may say, well, I never became a member yet. Yeah, you're, you're in because you're, you've been baptized into Christ's family. And so we're glad that uh, all of us have belonged to somebody. But the most important thing we can learn in life, even as children, is we belong to God. And Jesus Christ made that possible. So that's what we're going to discover today. And so um, as we uh, begin to, to look at uh, the scriptures, uh, we're going to pray first. And so let's together um, listen to God's word and give thanks to God and help us to open up uh, our lives to this. We're still in the Christmas season, whether you realize it or not. Now, this is coming to an end. <laughs> um, but... Um, but thank you, Lord, for coming to us this Christmas season. We ask that your presence would be discovered fully in this year ahead. Embrace us as we rediscover you afresh. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 
Well, this morning, uh, the scriptures are going to be read by uh, Hazel, and so I'm going to ask her to uh, uh, read the scriptures this morning. And it's found in St. John chapter 1, verses 12 to 26. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that he believed on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake, he that cometh after me and preferred before me, for he was before me. Of his fullness have we all received, then the grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. And this is the record of John, when Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then art thou, Elias? Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou the prophet? And he answered, No. And they said unto him, Who art thou, that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then? If thou art not the Christ, nor Elias, neither the prophet, John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. Thank you, Hazel. I, I've been telling my message, uh, to whom do you belong? Or you could put it shorter than that. Who owns you? To whom do you belong? Who owns you? And there's a lot of people who would say to me, nobody owns me. I, I don't belong to anybody and nobody owns me. Or you might say, I belong to somebody, but they don't own me. There used to be a song, a hit parade song, you don't own me. Uh, I can date whoever I want. And uh, it was made famous many, many years ago. I remember sitting on the lap of my oldest sister's not now gone to be with the Lord, and she would sing along with the record. Uh, so that's how long ago that song was. Well, uh, I might have been four at the time or five. The fact is that today we're going to take some time to look at that question. Who do you belong to? You know, we're celebrating Christ's baptism, and we've read it many times. And um, we've read it in the context of Mark. But John just hints at it at the very end of the passage found in John's Gospel, chapter 1. And um, so here's a group of Jewish leaders. Uh, actually, they're answerable to somebody else, probably to the high priest. And uh, they were sent to question 
this man named John, John the Baptist, and he was baptizing everybody. Now, now folks, John the Baptist was really an advanced spokesperson for Jesus the Christ who was to come. And so um, people were coming out into the desert. If you can imagine this, he wasn't in some huge auditorium. He, he wasn't in the temple preaching. He was out in the desert. And people were coming out to see this guy because he was so different. He was not known for his classy attire. He wore a skin, some kind of an animal skin uh, on it that covered the majority of his body. And then he had a leather belt around that was probably tied because there was no such thing as belt buckles way back then. And, and so here was this guy, he probably preached short sermons. I'm talking short. And, um, and, but they were, they were right to the point. And he didn't mince his words. As a matter of fact, at one point, John the Baptist calls those that, are, that, uh, that were um, coming to him, vipers and snakes. So we, we got to understand this guy was not your Mr. Popularity. He was an interesting dude. The question that he was continually being asked, though, who are you? Now, you've got to understand it in the context in which that was written. Who are you? They were trying to find out where he belonged. John was not declaring that he was of a certain uh, lineage in terms of the the uh, patriarchs of the Old Testament. He simply said, stated, as a matter of fact, they kept asking him, are, are you the one we're, we're looking for? Are you the Messiah? And, and John said, no, I'm not the Messiah. Well, are you the prophet? John could have said yes, because he really was a prophet. And he could have said yes, because he was, he was they prophesied about him in the Old Testament. One who would, who would take the word of God to the people. But John didn't belong to any of that. He wasn't a, a, a man of higher education. All he did was declare truth. And he declared it in such a way that he said, I'm just the guy standing in the wilderness who um, is telling people, get ready for the Lord. Make the road ready for the Lord. I'm sure many of you have uh, watched construction going on on the roads, and it's really an amazing process. They get it done in the, in the time they do. And this past summer, our road was paved and uh, in front of our home. So uh, anyway, while it was being paved, I said to the guy, I said, it's, it's a very interesting way in which you're creating this road and he said well get it we're getting ready for next year to put the pavement on top this year it'll pack down just as tight as can be and next year we'll put a law a large a layer of, of pavement on top and you know it has packed down very well i the guy was a prophet in a way the fact is that John was, was calling people to repentance. He was telling them to repent of their sins. And uh, I want to tell you the story of a, a schoolboy 
Uh, his father would pick him up after school because he lived a long ways away from, from school. And dad always picked him up just after school. He would drive up and this little guy would, would jump in. He's about seven years old. Well, the day came that his dad kind of forgot. He was tied up in his work and he was, when he looked, one, all of a sudden he looked at his watch and it was already four o'clock. He realized he was well past the designated time that he'd have to pick up his son. And so uh, his little guy who was seven years old, as I said, uh, just sat down in front of the school on the steps so his dad would see him when he arrived. It was a nice day. Three o'clock gave way to 3.30 and 3.30 gave way to four. And now it was 4.30. And about that time, the last teacher left the school and she saw this little guy still sitting on the steps. And she sat down beside him and the teacher asked him, do you go to this school? Oh yes, I come here every day. And the teacher said, well, whose little boy are you? <laughs> and uh, and uh, who do you belong to? Why are you sitting on the school steps? I mean, it's, it's long after school's finished. He said, well, I know that. Whose little boy are you? Who do you belong to? You're sitting alone here and it's late. And the little boy said, well, my dad will pick me up. And the teacher said, well, he's late. Uh, I don't know, he said. Uh, I don't have a watch. And the, and the teacher said, well, he should have picked you up by now if he picks you up after school. Just then, dad pulls up and, and he's in a hurry to pick up his boy. And uh, he runs, jumps out of the car, runs to the front steps where the little boy was sitting. I'm so sorry, son, dad said. And meanwhile, the teacher took one look at the dad disapprovingly, of course, and left. Finally, the boy sat in the car and his dad asked him the question, weren't you worried? Didn't you have any kind of, a, of concern? And the little boy said, no, I knew you would come. You said you would come and now you're here. And with that, the conversation stopped and the dad teared up as they drove the boy turns to his dad, but dad, that nice lady asked me, who did I belong to? Doesn't she know I belong to you? And you know, that's really the gospel. Don't people know that I belong to God? Don't people know that I'm a Christian? I'm a child of God. I've been regenerated. I've been changed. As a matter of fact, John, John, the great I am, we're, we're dealing with those now. He had the audacity to quote Jesus by saying, I am the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to me, or rather comes to the Father, but through me. I'm the gate. I am the gate. We'll be talking about that next week because there's some benefits to being part of the family of God, being a child of God. You and I are special. We are.
we're special. What family do you belong to? John the Baptist honestly didn't know what they were trying to get at. And finally, he blurts out the inevitable. I'm a guy standing in the desert, and I'm simply declaring the word of the Lord to make the road that we are on straight. That's really the Old Testament quote. And here's John the Baptist recording, recorded by John the Apostle, two different people. I'm the guy shouting in the wilderness. St. Mark records Christ's actual baptism, doesn't actually record Jesus' actual baptism. But he does allude to baptism, which is what John the Baptist was doing at the very end of this this text. Make the road ready for the Lord. I'm asking you today, have you made the, the, the road straight in your life for the Lord? St. Mark uh, records the actual baptism. Actually, it's chapter 1, verses 4 to 11. You can read it anytime you like. John the Apostle assumes that Christ was baptized. He just assumes it. He also assumes that Jesus was the Son of God. He already declared that he was the light. John came along. He wasn't the light, but he declared the light was coming. Jesus was the light. Jesus said it. I am the light. I am the light of the world. Whom do you belong? When you were baptized, you came into to, uh, a family. It might have been anywhere, but you came to, to be part of a family. And I'm here to declare to you that this family that you're involved in through baptism, whether that was as a baby, or as an adult, doesn't matter. You're his child. And if you are his child, the question I have to ask is, do you reflect the fact that you're the child of God? It's a question that all of us have to ask ourselves. Who owns me and who do I belong to? Well, today I want to close that you and I are children of God. And that's a privilege. That's a special lineage. We are not born of blood to God. We are born of the spirit. We're born because Jesus Christ, our Lord, received us through adoption. God is our father. And I love calling him that because I know that the father that I had on this earth wasn't perfect, but I know that my heavenly father through the image of the son is perfect and has received me into his arms. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your love. Thank you for all that you mean to us. And this morning as we, we have heard your word, uh, we ask you, Lord, to guide us to be the kind of children that would make you proud. I want that for me. And I know that everyone that's listening wants the same thing. Make it happen. As we look at all the blessings that there are next week and the week after, I pray, Lord, that you'd help us appreciate the wonderful walk that we enjoy as your children.
Christ we pray. Amen. We could really sing that chorus, and if you want to in your own home, you can. But praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures high and low. Praise God in Jesus' fully known creator, word, and spirit. One. Well, if you do get a copy of the bulletin, I kind of outlined how if we haven't received Christ, then we, we can simply admit the need. I'm a sinner. Be willing to turn from our sin. Repent, that means I'm sorry. And believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross and rose from the grave and has extended to you through your baptism. Being a child of God. Amen. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and there are a number of requests that we have here, and I'm going to uh, uh, say them in the prayer, but if you know of anybody else, we will give opportunity for that uh, as we go to prayer. Let's pray. Gracious God, as we, as we come to the end, near the end of our service, there are so many people who need to hear from you, who need to be healed. Because, Lord, you're the only one who really can heal. Oh, doctors do their part. They can diagnose. They can give you medication to help you. But ultimately, Lord, you are our great healer. And so we come to you on behalf of all of these people. We think of uh, Crystal Brady who, and Meredith Gimmel, Harvey, Joe, Sylvia. We continue to lift her up. Fred, Michael, Leanne, Rob. Matthew, Earl, Stan, and Lord, there are many others. We, we, could, we could stand here forever. Lord, we also want to uh, remember those who are being affected by the pandemic. I love this prayer that Elaine sent out to all of us. And Lord, I want to pray it because, because Lord, we need to hear it. May we who are merely inconvenienced, Lord, remember those whose lives are at stake. May we who have no risk factors remember those who are most vulnerable. May we who have the luxury of working from home respect and support those who must choose between preserving their health or paying their rent. May we who have flexibility to care for our children when their schools close remember those who have no options. We who have to cancel our trips remember those who have no place to go. May we who are losing in our, on our investments, remember those that have no money to invest. May we who settle in for a quarantine at home, remember those who have no home. And during this time, Lord, when we cannot physically wrap our arms around each other, let us each find ways to be loving, to give loving embrace to humanity and to our neighbors. In Christ's name we pray. Lord, we ask now for those that are on our hearts. There are many. And Lord, as we bring them to you, O oh Lord, would you please not only hear our prayer, but answer our prayer in Jesus' name. Lord, today we think of our seniors, Judy, Judith and Isabel, Fran, Norma, Audrey, Donna and Lori, and there are many others. We ask you, Lord, to remember them. Touch them wherever they may be. To our elders who are reaching out to others, give them strength and courage. 
Lord, as we come to the end of our service, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would give us the strength and the assurance that we are your children daily. In Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Well, our closing song is number 683, I Know Not Why. Thank you, uh, Linda, and all of you for singing. Uh, really appreciate that. Well, as we go, I trust that God will sustain each of us during this lockdown. It's uh, it's hard to uh, it's hard at times to stay home because of responsibilities and things we need. So uh, I pray that God's blessing will rest upon you. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of you. May the Lord bless you and keep you and sustain you in all your days. Amen. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week, over, week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to see, hear from you soon and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.
Thank you.